All right, hi, 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 Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today, I want to talk to you about essentially how to trust yourself faster. Trusting yourself, I think, is the most difficult part of not only entrepreneurship, but being a human, right? Um, there are so many different decisions that we have to make on a daily basis on everything from, you know, what we're eating to what we're selling. And especially when our emotions are tied to the outcome as they so normally are when it comes to entrepreneurship, it can be so incredibly difficult to make decisions and make decisions swiftly that you feel fully behind. And I feel like I've learned a lot about this and I've come very far with this, right? When it comes to just really anchoring into what I want and how I want things to go and trusting that that's the right decision. I feel like I've come so far with all of that. And so I want to share with you some of the things that I think have been the most important for me, but also the most important and the most common when it comes to, you know, the conversations that I'm having on a daily basis, what I'm seeing my clients go through. Um, and it's, you know, I wanted to say this too, right now, right with this podcast, with my business in general, at the moment, it is so much less structured than it has been. Again, many of you know, you know, my sales system in a nutshell, it really comes down to, okay, what are we selling? And then what are we talking about? That is a bite of what we're selling, right? That leads into what is actually being offered. And I've operated with that North Star, if you will, um, for the past few years. And that has felt so good to me. And my, my content being not necessarily planned out, but being intentional. And again, having that North star to kind of like, um, aim for has been so grounding for me. Right. But as we, again, get, we dive back into this podcast and as we put out more episodes, so on and so forth, like such a big part of, again, what I want to do here is giving myself permission to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. Like this is not tied to the sale. Like you, I'm not selling you on anything in this podcast. Like again, like we're not even doing ads. Like there's really no sales activity here. I'm treating this like this is like my playground. I'm treating this like this is my fun and my fulfillment. I mean, I'm having more fun and more fulfillment other ways, but I hope you know what I'm saying here that like it's not about being so intentional and so strategic. It really is about allowing myself to talk about and riff on the things that I actually want to talk about and riff on at any given moment without it having to be, you know, planned out or anything like that. And I say that because that in and of itself is such a representation of the ways in which I've learned to trust myself, right? Because I am such a practical person. I'm such a, again, like one and two equals three. Like I like having the steps for the most part. Like I said, that's how I've operated in my business mostly up until this point where again, I create the circumstance that I want to create. And so anything that went outside that box, that's where I kind of felt a little bit wobbly or that's where I felt a little bit less in control. And so I've really pushed myself for the most part to again, kind of stay in the lines, if you will. And now, especially at the point that our business is at, the money that it's making, the, you know, the momentum that I've built, the consistency that I put in for so many years, I have given myself more permission than ever before 
to again, really allow this to be organic and really allow this to be something that is not so planned out or structured or it has to be a certain way. There's no format, right? And so it's not kind of correlated with that North Star like I talked about. It's not with the intention of creating a specific outcome. But three years ago, if I was doing things this way, I would be freaking the fuck out because it would be a situation where like, okay, well, how am I going to get the sales? Like if I'm not telling people what to buy, like how can I trust that they're going to come in? And not that I was that frantic about it. I obviously had more like faith in my skills than, than that. I'm being a little bit dramatic, but it's this point that I've gotten to now, especially that I have so much trust and faith in who I am as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as a strategist, whatever we want to call me, right? I have so much faith in that, that I have trust in the fact that as long as I show up and I share my heart, I share my soul, I share my know-how, it will positively impact my business one way or another. And those ways are probably beyond what I know or understand the how of, right? Like things are just going to happen because of the action, the inspired action, the consistent action that I'm taking. And again, I hope you're hearing me when I say this, because it's not about me bragging on myself. But like, what I mean by that is like, it's taken, you know, years of failing and years of experience and years of momentum to get to the point where I, it, I don't have, I have more faith and trust in myself then I do have faith and trust in a system that I created for myself, right? An, an episode on this is coming just in terms of how scary it can feel sometimes to change your business a little bit, right? To kind of switch gears or to pivot directions and to feel then like, okay, well, I've built this. And I know it works this way, but oh my God, if I fuck with it, am I going to you know, mess everything up? Am I going to ruin everything? Am I going to drive my business off a cliff essentially? right? I know how that feels to again, have so much faith in the way that you've done things that it's hard to picture screwing that up, right? But what I want for you, right, with all of this is for you to have enough trust in yourself that if you do the things, right, the momentum and the results that you want can be yours and it doesn't have to be so rigid or so tied to what has made you money in the past, right? And so again, I'll say this again, that like this is about, it's a representation of the fact that like my self-trust and trust, not even self-trust, that is, that's not even the right way to say it. It's more like the trust in who I am and the trust in what I bring to the table and the trust that other people can see that allows me to, again, be a little bit more organic or be a little bit less, you know, regimented, however you want to say that in terms of what I'm doing. Because again, I trust, I trust that if I put my energy out there and if I, if I put my message and my voice out there, it will lead to incredible things and it's not so controlled. And so again, I want to say that because I want to, if I, if I could, again, gift you that feeling of like, you knowing who the fuck you are and giving yourself the permission to trust that and trust that if I'm taking action, of course, intentionally to an extent, right? I'm not saying, you know, go rollerblade outside and, and expect like the money to come raining down from the sky, but taking action in a way that feels fulfilling and good to you. And again, is, is intentional and is purposeful 
trust that that will work for you even if it does if even if you don't quite know how it's all going to work out yet right like with this podcast with writing this book that i'm doing i don't the perfectly honest answer is i don't know where it's all going to lead i have a vision and i have an idea but i also don't have this clear cut answer in terms of what's going to come in the next phase but i know that how i'm operating and what i'm doing now is going to get me there whatever there means but into this again next level like vision that i have for my life and business and again i trust myself and in the action that i'm taking versus having to again trust some system or trust some way of doing things or again trusting in a facebook group where it was never about the facebook group in the first place right so i hope that makes sense so along the same lines like with with all of this again and i was thinking about that that's what kind of made me want to do this episode but i want you to understand that like i was talking about this with a client not long ago but i think it's so easy for all of us to um obsess over the money that we're making in our business as if that's the only you know benchmark of success and i know you know that's not true logically but i think sometimes we're so obsessed again with the number right at the end of the month the end of the year whatever that it can be really easy to essentially like miss all the other victories we've had and so i was like i said to my client i was like okay like you run right she's like yeah i'm like okay talk to me about like why you run and like she's telling me all these reasons and i'm like okay so it's not about the number on the scale like this is the same kind of thing it's a non-scale victory there are still these victories that maybe that number on the scale didn't budge or that number in the bank account didn't budge but there are so many victories going on in your business and you it's so important to recognize those and as I was talking about that with her and then others, it just kept coming to me that like the real goal of entrepreneurship is to trust yourself faster. Like the real fucking goal is to be able to simply decide what you want and then take the action to get it and trust that it's going to happen. That's the real goal, right? Versus being on the fence or, you know, second guessing yourself. Again, the goal is to trust yourself faster. Okay. And so I wanted to break down for you three essentially of the things that I feel allow you to do that. So the first thing, right, when it comes to your, let's say you're making a decision, you're trying to decide what you want to do. Maybe that's what episode you're going to record, or that's what you're going to sell next, or if you're going to take out a loan, like whatever it is, right? If you have to make decisions when it comes to your business, I want you, again, like the purpose of this is like you to be able to make that decision in a more quick and, and swift manner. And so the first part of it is, this is an annoying thing to say, but roll with me, please. The first thing needs to be that you need to drop the emotions. Now, what I mean by this is that doesn't mean that I don't want you to be this non-emotional person as a whole, meaning like I'm not trying to sit there and be tell you to be this like robotic, you know, um, super masculine, masculine is probably not the right word, but I feel like that's like the idea that I get into my head when I think of somebody who is just like, you know, without emotions and just this totally like forward moving, doesn't give a shit about anything else, like type of person, right? And that's not what I'm suggesting like you turn into. It's when you're making the decision, paying attention to what decisions or what are you weighing out that is coming from this emotional scared, fearful, excited place, right? Instead of it coming from a strategic, intentional, and clean energy, right? 
because the, the best example that I can give you of this, and of, of course there are many, but the best example that I can give you of this is let's say you are freaking out about money, right? You have, you know, again, whether you're completely broke or whether you, you know, you have a, you really want to hit this, you know, multiple six figure launch and you really want it so badly and you're in your emotions about it. And you are, again, like you're fighting for it. You're in all this fear that you're not going to make it happen. It's very easy in those moments to make decisions that aren't actually good decisions. They're not actually logical decisions. You're making decisions based on what maybe somebody else did or what you think might get you to the outcome. Or again, you're trying to sell something and you're selling it because you want the money instead of because it's the most aligned thing to do for yourself, for your life, for your business, right? And so I understand that this might not be the easiest thing for every single person listening to me right now. But what I also believe is that when I have this conversation with people, I would estimate that 90% of people are not trying. They're not giving themselves the moment to sit in stillness, to reflect, to again, get the fuck off the phone like we talked about last week. They are so used to, and when I say they, this includes me many times, right? So it's not like meant to be like insulting because I get it. But it's a situation where again, people are waking up, you know, on the phone, on the computer, hustling, checking the bank account. Oh my God, I need to make more money. And oh my God, this person like posted something and it just go, 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 go. And then they wonder why they're making frantic decisions, right? Frantic decisions are typically not good decisions. As a general rule, frantic decisions are typically not good decisions. And so I don't care how bad your money situation is or how bad you want something. You have 10, 20, 30 minutes to sit and process, right? Like what you actually want and what decision you would make if you weren't so emotionally attached, right? Like, it's really the process of zooming out, right? Because sometimes when you're so close to it, you have a hard time, again, like seeing it for what it is. You're seeing it through the lens of your high emotions. And so often, again, we need to zoom out and actually look at the big picture and give ourselves the opportunity to be honest with ourselves about what we actually want to do and how we want to do it, right? Not just because of the outcome that we're trying to reach. And so the very simple question that I always suggest that you ask yourself is if I had a billion dollars in my bank account, what would I do right now? Because right there, that is going to give you such a jolt of what is and what isn't the right answer. Because if you are sitting there convincing yourself you want to do something or you're trying to do something, and you can instinctually know once you ask yourself that question, no, fuck no, I wouldn't be doing this if I had a billion dollars in my bank account, right? That, that indicates so much for you. That indicates so much for you and it gives you so much clarity in terms of how you would ideally move forward, right? How you would ideally move forward. And so what I can hear many of you saying already is, but I don't have a billion dollars in my bank account. Fine. But if you did, then based on the decision that you're about to make right now, how would you operate? Because let's say, for example, let's just say, for example, 
your, I'm thinking of this off the top of my head, so forgive me if it's a little messy, but if you are trying to sell something, right? And again, I don't wanna, I don't wanna so specifically like speak to coaches like in this podcast as we move forward, while at the same time, I know that that's so many of you that are listening right now. So let's say you wanted to make $20,000. Let's just say you wanna make 20, you'd, you want to make $20,000 in the next week. Again, let's just say you are saying that, okay, I'm going to sell, let's just say four $5,000 coaching packages. I want to sell four spots to $5,000 coaching packages, right? Like that's what I'm going to do. And if I say, okay, well, if you had a billion dollars in your bank account, is that what you would do? And you're like, fuck no, I'm tired. Like I don't want to take on other clients. That's going to, again, give you the understanding that you're trying to pursue a goal that you don't even want in the first place. And hopefully it's going to give you the understanding that there's another way to get what you want. And so I want to be clear here. I'm not suggesting that you say to yourself, okay, if I had a billion dollars in my bank account, like I wouldn't do that. Okay. So fuck the 20,000. No, the goal is to say, okay, but then how would I make $20,000 right now in a way that feels fun? in a way that feels good, in a way that feels exciting, in a way that feels joyful. And I know for some of you that can be a frustrating thing to hear, but the bottom line is that it, in a practical sense, and let me say this too, I want you, and I think you know this if you've been listening to my stuff anyway, but I'm not somebody who is like rah, rah, woo woo. It's just fun. If, if you just have fun, you'll make money. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. And, and really like when it comes to any spiritual or, you know, energetic principle, I don't understand or I don't grasp any of them unless I can explain to myself why in a logical and practical way it actually makes sense. And so if we're talking about what would you sell from an excited place, what would you sell from a joyful place? And that's the thing that's going to make you the 20,000 from a very logical perspective. What I want you to understand is that if you show up begrudgingly attempting to sell something that you don't want to sell, you're going to fall on deaf ears or you're going to have far fewer people paying attention to you because your energy is not there. You wanting to make $20,000 and you wanting to actually do something to make the $20,000. They're two very different things. They're two very different things. And so if you take that again, if I had a billion dollars in my bank account, what would I do? What would I sell? And you take that and you see it with, you see clearly that, you know what, like if I wasn't worried about money, if the emotions weren't there, if the fear wasn't there, I would launch the coolest fucking retreat and it would be $10,000 a person. And it was just for two people. I'm just doing splitting up the math. Obviously you'd probably have more people at a retreat or you would, I would launch this really cool digital program for $500 and I would put that together if I wasn't in a place of fear and this thing gets to come together that you're actually excited about and it feels purposeful. And when you're speaking to it in an excited manner and you're speaking to it like it's purposeful, I swear to you people feel that. I swear to you people feel that. I, I see day in and day out people making decisions because they want the outcome and they don't take the time to make sure that the pieces and the steps that are getting them to that out, that outcome are intentional or thought out or strategic or again coming from a place of actual joy and excitement 
They're just wanting to, again, get to that, like that end game outcome. And I just want you to really hear me here that I'm not saying that you can't make that $20,000 selling four coaching packages. Like when you don't want to, you totally can. But I promise you, like, it's just gonna A, burn you out and exhaust you more, right? If you keep fueling that cycle of like doing what you don't want, you're just perpetuating the cycle. Whereas again, if you shift into doing what you actually are excited about and caring about, you're probably going to make way more. You're probably going to make way more because again, your people can feel that energy. And more than that, not more than that, but as important as that, when you are doing something because you actually want to do it, you ride it out till the end. If you are like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like some inventor, right? If you are inventing something, um, there are a million people I could probably reference here, but being general for a second here. If you were inventing something and you were like, I believe with every bone in my body, everybody on earth needs to have this new invention you are going to ride it out and knock on every single door until it happens. Rather than if you're just excited to make money, you're going to start for a little bit and then you're going to quit and you're going to pursue the next thing. And then you're going to pursue the next thing. And then you're going to pursue the next thing. You're not actually like staying the course because all you want is the outcome instead of the actual thing that you're doing. And so I really, really, really want you to hear me here that like when it comes to being able to again trust yourself faster and therefore stay the path the first thing that you need to do at all times is to as much as possible drop the emotions right i don't like when i used to talk about like or when i used to be broke right like the way that i would always remind people of this is that as soon as i started making decisions based on like not being that broke girl right? Even when I was the broke girl, but making decisions, not being the broke girl, it gave me so much more inspired guidance to actually pursue things that I actually wanted to pursue and do things I wanted to do. And so I wanted the money, but I found the strength and the like courage, if you will, to drop the emotions and operate as if I didn't need the money. Because again, I knew that when I operated from a place of purpose, it was going to make me money so much more quickly. And again, improve things and create momentum so much more powerfully. And so again, I want you to please understand this, please understand this, that like, I understand that it's not a easy thing to do all the time, but it's such an important thing to do because again, making decisions based on emotions, especially frantic emotions is a way in which I see so many people waste a lot of time and then not like not stick to their decisions and like keep themselves lost and stuck. And I don't obviously want that for you. The second thing is that I want you to do your best to stop seeking validation. Now it's really funny because this is something that I've preached for a long time in terms of, you know, not necessarily like surveying your audience or, you know, asking people what they want to pay for something. Because I don't know, I think, I think with my business in particular, because especially for over the past four or so years, my business has operated on such a, like a group model and like, therefore our audience is, you know, it's a significant size. And so I think I learned, you know, early on that there's no way to make everybody happy. 
everybody's going to have opinions and it's literally a losing battle trying to ask everybody what they want and try to please everybody because it's never going it's just never going to happen it's just never going to happen and so again like I learned that early on and so I've always preached you know don't ask for like even when I see these people who like go into Facebook groups and it's like, I just got my logo done. Which do you think looks best? And like, you got your, there's 50,000 people in the Facebook group. Nobody knows you, nobody knows your business. Nobody knows anything about graphic design, but everyone's got a fucking opinion. And it's like, that just, that just creates so much more chaos and static for you. Like, like, what do you like best? Which do you actually like best? Like, that's the most important question. But so again, I've preached this for years, but I caught myself like over the past couple weeks where like, again, my sister works for me, which is such a cool and beautiful thing. So a lot of times, you know, when I have new ideas or I'm trying to decide like which direction I want to go, you know, again, she's my sister. So like she's a sounding board and she's a, she's somebody I trust in so many ways that like she's, it's easy to kind of go to her and ask her opinion on things. And I caught myself the other day feeling really excited and really good about something. And then I asked her opinion. I don't mean this in like a rude way. I didn't actually want her input. I wanted her validation that my idea was good. And it was like this moment where I caught myself where I was like, well, then why am I asking? Like, I know what I want to do here. Why am I, why am I asking? Why, why am I seeking such comfort in what somebody else feels about this? Again, when it's my company for in many, you know, ways, shapes and forms, I always say our, because I feel like it's such a collaborative effort and she, you know, she works so hard to help me on so many different things. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, my voice, my message, my programs, all that kind of stuff. And so I have to, you know, make those decisions. And so again, catching myself with like, and to take that a little bit further, Gretchen, and I always FaceTime. And so it was like, I caught myself not only asking for validation, but also like waiting to see her body language and her face to see how she felt about the idea where I was already sold on the idea. And so again, it was just this moment where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing that. I can't believe that I'm like not allowing myself to just move on something that is really exciting and feels really good to me. And so I think that that's, you know, an example of this, of course, but I feel like I see this with so many entrepreneurs, you know, largely newer, right? Like not largely newer entrepreneurs, but just as I, you know, just said, it it's something that kind of continues in sneaky ways sometimes, right? You know, I see so often, people telling me about how they're, you know, asking their husband or their brother-in-law or their, you know, whoever about like their opinion on their pricing or their opinion on this or their opinion on that. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to suggest that you're this one woman show and you know, you don't have any type of support in your life and business. Of course not. That's not what I'm suggesting at all. But there's a very big difference between seeking, you know, an opinion from somebody you trust deeply and somebody that knows your business versus not trusting trusting yourself and essentially self-abandoning because you're not allowing yourself to trust yourself until you get some sort of validation from others. Not to mention the fact that I feel like so often, you know, all these different, again, opinions can sway us so much and so far off the course of what we really want. And again, it just sends us down so many wonky rabbit holes that, cause us to lose a lot of time and a lot of energy. And again, I don't obviously want that for you. And so 
I want you to understand here that like when it comes to you making a decision, right? What, like, what do you, like, it's such a simple question, but like, what do you want? What do you want? Because there, like, there are so many different ways to make money, right? And so let's say, like, I'm trying to think about, you know, I might want to make money this way, but is that the right way to go? And of course, like you hire business coaches because you want their expert opinion on these kinds of things, right? But it still comes back down to, well, like, it's all possible. What do you want, right? What do you actually want? How do you actually want to make money? Because I believe so deeply that so much of this is just about deciding what you want, anchoring into what you want, and then not looking fucking back. Deciding that that's the way that you want things to go and then not even entertaining another option. On last Monday, I sold something called the money map and I put it out there and I, I've just, I've had this idea brewing for a while and I had uh, three spots available for it and three spots sold for 6,000 each paid in full um, within a few hours. Like the first two sold, I think like in the first hour and then I had the other person message me uh, and finally got her payment like hours later, but like she was ready in the first hour. And so 18K, you know, literally within an hour while I'm sitting there getting my hair done. And what was interesting about that, why I'm bringing this up is because it was a sales page, right? Like I have a sales page written up for it and I sent people to the sales page to buy directly off the sales page. And for a $6,000 offer, I think what a lot of people would do, would do maybe a discovery call or an application or you know a conversation of some sorts rather than just a button to buy. And I remember really clearly years ago when I didn't want to do discovery calls anymore. I didn't want to have conversations. I didn't want to have applications anymore. I just wanted people to pay me straight off the sales page. But I was having a really hard time believing that it was going to work that way. I had a really hard time believing that that could happen. I was so wonky and wobbly, like, do I have to do sales calls? Do I have to have conversations with people? And I remember marketing a mastermind and sometimes I was telling people to apply and sometimes I was telling people to, you know, book a call here and sometimes I was giving the payment button. And I was so wonky throughout that entire launch from this place of real fear and my results reflected it because I was wonky, so they were wonky. The moment that I was like, I wanna get paid right off the sales page and I don't wanna fucking talk to anybody and that's the decision and that's final, that's when I started getting paid right off the sales page, right? And so that's really brings me into my third point here is that when you trust yourself faster, right? Part of trusting yourself faster is making the decision but then refusing to look back. I said to a client not long ago, I was like, I need you to treat the thing that you let go of like it's fucking roadkill. It is in the rear view mirror, it's dead. There's no going back to resuscitate it. It is done, it is gone, it is, it is dead, it is over with. Because what I see so many people do is not make a solid decision and then stay in the gray area. And you can't have your feet in both pools, if you will. You can't be on both sides of a line, right? If you go back and forth, go back and forth, go back and forth, 
It creates such a wonky, frantic energy. And it's not shocking that you're not getting what you want because you're entertaining the idea that you might not get what you want, right? And so I'm certainly encouraging you to make good decisions, right? Meaning like, I'm not telling you to, you know, like decide something in two minutes and not weigh out the options and then just go with it, right? For the purpose of moving forward. No, I want you of course, to make logical, intelligent decisions, right? Like based on in step one, like dropping the emotions and making the decision that you believe is the best based on you zooming out of the overall situation, right? But something I'll always tell clients is like, Give yourself some time to weigh out the options here, weigh out where you want to go, but then you decide and that's motherfucking it. You decide and there's no looking back. So to use that same example, if I was launching, right, a mastermind or like the money map, which is why I was talking about it because we sold it straight off a sales page. If I had been in the same place that I was years ago, where again, I was a little bit wonky with my energy in terms of like how I was going to get paid. I probably would have had more wonky results, but like it was just a situation where I'm, I'm deciding that I'm getting paid using the sales page and that's all there is to it. I'm not going to send out that first email and say that I'm getting paid via the sales page and then oh my God, should I have offered them a call? Should I have this? Should I have that? Maybe I should send them an email that says something else. No, you made the decision and that's how it's going. And when you get anchored in that decision, it doesn't mean that it magically works, but it means that you're anchored in the decision to the point where then you're gonna keep doing things if you need to, to create the decision that you've decided upon, right? So again, I hope you're hearing me that it is about deciding how you want things to go and not even entertaining, looking back at the idea that it couldn't go that way and you keep doing and you keep taking action, you keep coming up with ideas and you keep getting creative until the circumstance that you want materializes, right? And you will, I can pretty much promise you that you will lose far less doing that than entertaining what couldn't go your way. And again, being wobbly and wonky and going back and forth and changing your mind five times. Now, don't get me wrong. I change my mind sometimes. I change my mind a lot of times to be perfectly honest with you. Um, It's always something that I'm working on, but there are some things in my business that I know I can't change my mind about and what I want in, especially in a short term manner, right? Like meaning like, again, I don't know what I want, you know, 20 years from now, but I know the outcome that I want for this, you know, this week's launch. I have to decide how I want things to go. I have to decide again, whether it's the number or the amount of money that I'm making, whatever, how I want things to work. And I'm trusting and I'm choosing that that's the way that it gets to be. And I'm not second guessing any other reality coming true because that's just a waste of time. Make your decision and then refuse to look back. Refuse to question if you made a mistake, especially when what's done is done. I use the word, the example of the roadkill because this particular client had made a decision that there was no going back from. And she was in a moment where like she was questioning, was that the right decision? And the bottom line is you made the decision right? You made the decision. We can't change it now. So like, I need you to look forward, right? Rather than looking back at the roadkill instead, wondering like if we should have run it over, 
right? Because we can't take it back now, right? Forward moving only. I, I, I say often like the importance of like positive momentum and I had another client say like not long ago, she's like, well, you know, the rah, rah, like whatever positivity doesn't work for me. I'm like, no, you're not hearing me. I was like, it's not about being positive for the sake of being positive. It's about moving forward. It's about forward momentum because that's the only choice we have as entrepreneurs. We can't go back, right? We have to move forward. We can't sit there and analyze what won't work. We have to figure out what will. That's the only choice we have. It's literally the only choice we have. And so again, I want you to understand here that like you deciding what you want and then anchoring into that decision and it being a good emotionless decision that you don't need anyone else to validate, that's the right thing. And then you're gonna decide that it's gonna work and then you're gonna refuse to fucking look back. And in my experience, what happens is you blow your own fucking socks off, you blow yourself away, you create what you wanted to create. And then the second time you do all of this, it gets that much easier because you have the experience of it working, right? All of this is easy for me to say now because I've experienced it as true so many times before, right? Whereas if this was the first time I was listening to this or attempting to go by these guidelines, if you will, no, it would of course been more difficult for me to hear and really feel and believe. But once you've done anything and you've seen that it works, I don't know, I just blow dried my hair. If it's the first time that I'm going to blow dry my hair and I have soaking wet hair, maybe it's hard for me to believe that, oh my God, it could be dry from this electronic machine. But like once you've done it, oh, I saw how it worked last time. So like I trust that it can happen again. And like that's a silly example, but it's actually the same thing with all of this. Once you experience something once and you see that it works, it's so much easier to trust that it can work again and work again. And so I want you to trust that. I want you to trust that as you experience things working and you experience yourself trusting yourself, trusting yourself more and again, more quickly becomes easier and easier to do. And like I said, it's, you know, we can sit there and focus on again, the scale of victory, if you will, the money that you're making, but like in terms of non-scale victories, trusting yourself more quickly than you did the last time is probably the biggest victory you could possibly have, right? moving through things more swiftly is going to do so much for you in terms of the money that you're making, but even more than that for your confidence, for your sense of certainty. And those are really some of the most important words and qualities that you have to embody, if you will, when it comes to your business, because it's so much more about that than it is about so many of the other little, you know, details and actions that you're taking, right? It's about who you're being in any given moment. And I want to encourage you to be the person that trusts themselves, right? I want you to be the person that trusts themselves as the CEO of their business, as the leading lady of their life. I want you again to be somebody that trusts yourself and it not have to take a long time to get yourself to that point each and every time. Okay. I hope that was helpful. If you haven't yet subscribe, rate and review, I'd appreciate it so much. I will talk to you guys in the next episode and I hope this is helpful.